KC Covers Country. Another day, another round of country stuff to talk about this week. Also, I am—I feel like I'm getting over a head cold or something right now, so I sound a little bit nasally. Just stick with me through it. Anyway, later on, we're going to get to some movies that are coming out that are based off of country artists and, and some other stuff having to do with The Voice, which came to a close this week. But first and foremost, let's get to the meat here. I love having this outlet to fill you in on what happens behind the scenes around here. And last Thursday, Remy and I were at our office Christmas party in a heated game of pool against The Courtney Show on 106.5 The Arch. When our promotions director, Jesse, she's done an episode with me before, you probably recognize her name. She said, you guys will never guess who is opening for Tim McGraw's tour this spring. And you know, Remy and I proceeded to guess all the usual guesses, Priscilla Block, Carly Pierce, Morgan Wade, Eh, wrong, Alexandra Kay. You should have heard us scream. We have been preaching about this girl to the world for years. Even before Remy and I had met, we had both been fans of her. We had both interviewed her on our respectively different platforms years ago. And now she's opening up for arguably one of the biggest country superstars of his generation. Like I said, that was announced last Thursday. And ironically enough, the In Real Life tour featuring Alexandra Kay, Cooper Allen, Thomas Mack, all the country TikTok artists, they were supposed to play in St. Louis last night. So the plan was she was going to come into our studio with the guys, everybody chat on the air, play some games on the air, just have a little bit of fun before their show. And then the day before last, Alexandra Kay gets COVID. Like what? We felt so bad for her for having to postpone her hometown show, but there is still sort of a silver lining. So instead of having her come into the studio, we just had her call in and explain everything. And this is how it went. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey and our very good friend, Alexandra Kay. Hi, guys. How are you? You're supposed to be in studio today, but unfortunately, you're kind of under the weather in the worst way. Yes, in the very worst way. I We've been out on the in-real tour in the in-real life tour for a month and i woke up in oklahoma city not feeling the hottest and then just kind of felt a lot better and then it was like last night or yesterday when we were supposed to play in which are uh, in um, kansas city that i got up and i was like oh i feel a lot better today like i'm gonna slay it on stage tonight and i took a shower and sprayed my perfume on me no smell. Oh, no. No smell at all. Not even a trace. Not, and then I went and, like, took a drink of my Diet Coke. No taste. Oh, no. I was no. like, oh, my. So I ran to the bus, and nobody was in there, and I took a test, and I was positive. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. So we had to, uh, we, you know, as a safety precaution, of course, we called off the rest of the tour. But we are rescheduling for January. That, yeah, that's the most important part that you guys are able to um, postpone everything and reschedule it. But also as an artist, so we haven't really gotten to talk to any artists who have been currently out on tour whenever they get the news that they tested positive for COVID and then suddenly mm -hmm. they have to change all their plans. How did that feel in the moment? Obviously not good. No, honestly, it made me really emotional. And it was already like a uh, it was already a tough day because I wasn't feeling well. And so. With COVID, I've noticed that, 
I've noticed that it's very much you feel a lot better. Like you get like this false sense of energy and then you're back down to feeling really, really bad. And so I woke up, like, like I said, so excited to just like slay this show in Kansas city. Cause I, the last like couple of shows, I just hadn't really been myself. I hadn't had the energy. My nose was stuffy, you know, but I didn't think. And um, I was going out on stage when I had a stuffy nose. I was going out on stage, but I wasn't doing any of the meet and greets. I wasn't meeting anyone just in case, you know? Um, and so I was like going and playing and not having any contact with anyone and going straight back to the bus <clears throat> just in case. And then, which I'm glad I did now that, you know, I know this, but I had tested back then too, just to make sure when I had a stuffy nose and I was testing negative. <clears throat> so it was like a couple of days later that I tested positive and I was like, well, thank goodness, you know, we continued to stay away from everyone. And then, um, you know, once I got the positive test, I just kind of like, we all stood outside the bus, like super far apart, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like yelling across the parking lot of our hotel in, in Kansas city, just, and I was like crying and apologizing, you know, it's just a very weird feeling because, you know, I took all of the necessary precautions um, we, we lowered our meet and greet numbers substantially. We were only meeting about 30 people a night where prior to the tour, um, we were meeting everyone who bought merchandise, like the, the, the tour prior to this yeah. and the one before that. Yeah. So we decided to like bring those numbers down in order to try to keep everyone safe. And then on top of that, we had the mandates in place for vaccines and for masks. And then um, I was also fully vaccinated. So I did literally everything that I could to try to not have this happen. And so everyone understood that. And we just really like had the conversation, decided it would be best for us to move everything to January. And then I put my tour manager, put me in a rental car and I drove myself home from Kansas city. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Well, it, it's some like weird twisted way and I don't mean for it to sound negative but at least it's happening now rather than in the spring when you're supposed to be going out on tour with Tim McGraw absolutely no you're you're absolutely right and also we talked about it you know I was in Kansas City Missouri last night and you guys know that um I still have a house in St. Louis I live in Nashville as well but um but it was so much better that I was in Kansas City which is only three and a half hours than this happening in Denver right you know, and I could just get in a rental car and drive myself home because I obviously couldn't get on a flight or anything. So, like, I didn't have to have any contact with anybody. My tour manager, like, got everything set up for me and then put me in the car and I was just on my way. Um, so, anyways, it, I think it worked out in the best way possible, uh, if, if there even is a best way for this. But um, we can't wait to come back out in January and rock this show out on hopefully a Friday instead of a Wednesday in St. Louis. Oh, so the awesome. reschedule should be good. We'll definitely have yeah. you guys by the show and we'll definitely have you guys in the studio and that'll be a lot of fun. But if you don't know, Alexander K from Waterloo grew up here in the area and got the call from Tim McGraw. I, I got to say, <laughs> did you have any idea that that phone call was coming for him to ask you on tour? No, I didn't. And and that was the, the most incredible thing I think that has ever happened to me um my um branding manager he called me and was like hey so you're gonna get a phone call 
at this time of night. And I was like, Michael, that's like right before I go on stage in Grand Rapids, I believe it was, our opening night, which was sold out at 800 people. So I was already like very hyped that night. And he was like, well, you're going to get a phone call at this time. And I was like, that's like 10 minutes before I go on stage, but okay. And he was like, you have to answer it. I was like, it can't wait. He's like, it can't wait. I was like, okay. And he goes, and make sure your videographer is filming. And I was like, okay, weird. Had no you, like, idea what it was going to be. That still didn't give you any inkling, like any feeling that something huge was about to happen? Well, like, honestly, it did. It gave me, it gave me a feeling that something huge was about to happen. But like, we have a lot of things, like a lot of little things, which is a good, this sounds crazy coming from my mouth, but we have a lot of little things that are kind of pending right now that, that are also very exciting. So I, it could have been one of any of those things. I had no idea, you know, who was going to call and give me good news. I just knew I was going to get it. Never did I think it was going to be Tim McGraw calling to ask me to go on tour. Never. <laughs> well, I, I got to say, I mean, just from witnessing that video and watching, because, I mean, I think we've been in your corner ever since day one and just like, do you see this girl? She is really good at what she does. Hello? Hello? And then Tim McGraw is like, hey, I see what you're doing. Will you come out on tour with me? I just think that that's like, that's a testament to how hard you've been grinding over the last several years. And now it's finally paying off. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, I, I told, I've told my husband so many times because we've seen so many concerts out at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And so when I checked the schedule and I saw that, that is the second show of the entire Tim tour. I called him and I was like, you will not believe where I'm performing because every show I've looked at him and been like, I'm going to be on that stage. Like I have manifested this <laughs> in the craziest way. Just every time I saw a show, I just pictured myself on that stage. And, and the fact that the second night of the whole amphitheater tour, I get to step on that stage in my, you know, in my city and perform. It's going to be an absolute dream come true. Well, we'll be there front row. <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Well, uh, Alexander K., it's been awesome to talk to you this morning. You need to go rest up and get rid of that COVID. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to not only seeing the success that you guys have in the future, but also we want to see you in the studio in January whenever you guys uh, go back out on tour again. Absolutely. I will come in COVID-free and we'll bring the boys and we'll have a great time. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining All us. Right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Thoughts? I love Dennis Quaid. You just saying that? No, I do. Because of the rookie? Mm, no. I love Dennis Quaid in a lot of films. I'm trying to. I'm trying. <laughs> you don't sound like you do. <laughs> I need. I need. To, I need to go search his IMDb. Hang okay. On. Well, then I will talk. I really appreciate Dennis Quaid. He's something nostalgic for me, and probably because of movies like The Rookie and The Parent Trap and The Right Stuff. Parent Trap. That's what I love him in. I have class, and you don't. What's his name? Jamie in that? Was it Jamie? Nikki. 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 Awesome. Love that movie. <laughs> All right, go back to regularly anyway, scheduled programming. Dennis Quaid just revealed his new production company. It's called Bonnie Dale. And his first big project is going to be a movie called American Pride, all about, it's like a, how do you say this word? Biopic? Biopic? Biopic. Biopic about Charlie Pride. Okay. 
fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Because I I feel like I just trust anything that Dennis Quaid's going to make. I just trust that it's going to be great. Also, he has a small role in the movie as well. I also feel like out of all of the like 150 movies that Dennis Quaid has been in, The Parent Trap is my favorite. Okay, go on. <sighs> We've moved on from that. <laughs> now we're talking about American Pride. So what a lot of people don't know is that when Charlie Pride was still alive, he and Dennis Quaid were good friends. Oh, okay. And he knew that they were going to make this movie about him. And they actually had a whole lot of meetings about how exactly he wanted it to go. And, you know, he walked Dennis Quaid through a lot of things when it came to pre-production. pre, pre uh-huh. So now, I don't know exactly when it's going to come out. But now Dennis Quaid says he feels super confident in releasing it and knowing that it is accurate and has Charlie Pride's blessing and that it's his best way to honor his friend and somebody who's obviously changed country music for the better. I love that. I like I like when actors get to that point in their career where they're like, okay, now real work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not not to say that Parent Trap wasn't real work, but True. he's you know, he's doing stuff that I feel like this this like that narrative needs to be pushed forward. Like we need to hear Charlie Pride's story. I love that. Exactly. So whenever that does come out, you know, I will be telling you about it. So John Legend, I guess, has this little video series called Trailer Talk, wherever he brings in musicians or celebrities. I think it's supposed to look like his trailer on The Voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And he brings them in and does a little interview and like covers a song together. Well, Carrie Underwood <clears throat> was his latest guest and they did like Shelton's song, Austin. And it's just interesting to hear different voices. Sing that song that we recognize from Blake Shelton, but also John Legend and Carrie are just great together. The trailer sounds great. Right? <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're just, if you're super talented, it doesn't matter where you're singing because it's always going to sound good. It's always going to sound great. I also like their little interview that they did. They talked about her growing up in Oklahoma, kind of like Blake Shelton did, um, etc. And this all took place before they went on to perform their song Hallelujah on The Voice. Mm -hmm. I guess, is The Voice over now? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like The Voice is always on. It's always on. <laughs> but I have a feeling they just finished out a season and um, obviously we don't watch the show, but... They're, I knew that they were down to the wire. They were down to like the last four contestants a couple nights ago. Yeah. So. I posted this whole video to our Facebook page and Instagram story. So you can go see their full cover of this song together. Um, I think it's a good one. Follow, Find us and follow us at 923WIL. Brett Eldridge, Remy's favorite. He is my favorite. I know. Have you seen his poem that he put on Instagram? Is it about me? No, but I can't wait for that one to come Dang out. Dang it! Dang it, Brett! Instead of releasing a song, he wrote, I wrote this poem when I was having a tough day, so I'm going to share it. Also, it is on Instagram, so instead of like sharing a photo with it or like the text of the poem, he shares a video where someone follows him through a walk in like the woods, a wooded area. Yeah. 
And it's just like this person following Brett for a whole two minutes in silence of them walk, walking. And all you hear is like the crunching of the like ground uh-huh, and the uh-huh. wind. And Brett's looking around with a soft smile like he's in a music video. Being he, followed by probably his secret girlfriend. He was taking a forest bath. A forest bath? Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> and the poem went like this. I woke up feeling less than myself, tried writing down all the words, but it didn't help. I walked along the bridge through the park at the commons. Still, hurt held its grip more than I wanted. I tried to escape every way that I could. Then I realized not feeling this way could be good. For how could I know the feeling of bliss if life was all smiles and love without risk? So today I soak in all of this pain. The more I feel, the more that I gain. Yeah. Brett Eldridge does a lot of speaking about um, mental health. He does. And making sure that your energy is good and pure so that when you're waking up in the morning, you can put it into the things that you love and not into the wrong spaces. And I think also... And no hate to Brett because we obviously love him. But he's one of those people that you can really see his insides manifest on his outsides. Mm -hmm. Like when he's not doing his best, the poor guy just looks sick. (laughs) You can definitely tell. I mean, we, we we were like, hadn't heard from him in a while. And then, you know, he popped Mm -hmm. back up again with a post on his Instagram that was basically like going through it. This is what's happening, but I'm open about it. Yeah. And I think he pointed out something that I struggle with on a weekly or daily basis or whatever, where I just always want to be happy. You just always want everything to be up, but that's just not how it can be. Right. Because you need those down moments to appreciate the the good moments. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a good reminder there for sure. But yeah, that Brett, he's, man, we would get along. You too would get along. If we could just sit down and just like, we we could have a good podcast. You'd be having. Deep little fireside chats <laughs> singing Christmas music. Gosh, that would be so awesome. The tornadoes that happened, what, like Friday night into Saturday morning? Yeah. This past weekend, primarily in the Midwest. Is Kentucky considered the South or the Midwest? That's a good question. Okay. Because I don't really think that we are technically, I mean, we are the Midwest, right? But I right. feel like the Midwest is like Nebraska, Kansas. That feels more middle to me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, some of our biggest country artists come from Kentucky, including Chris Stapleton, Carly Pierce, and more. Mm -hmm. And Chris Stapleton and Carly Pierce, obviously, this has taken a toll on their heart, probably, to see how the tornadoes have destroyed a lot of Kentucky. So, Chris Stapleton specifically, did you know that he and his wife Morgan have their own... um, I don't want to call it a nonprofit, but their own uh, organization that donates to charitable causes. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. I think it's called, um, I got to look it up because it's got a really cool name, but I forget what it's called. Oh, Outlaw State of Kind. Because is Kentucky the outlaw state? Believe so. The outlaw state of kind is what it's called. And they have donated $250,000 to the Red Cross in Kentucky and other families that need it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously very unexpected, uh, a very unexpected December tornado. You know, I, last night, I believe there was the first ever tornado in Minnesota. 
in December. Oh, really? In December. Ever? In December, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they were talking about snownadoes for a little bit, like the first time that there was snow on the ground, but there was also tornadoes in the forecast, which is a pretty crazy thing. Uh-huh. But another one of those storms rolled through uh, northern states last night, and it was the same kind of thing. We get the wind from it all day yesterday. It was crazy. But yeah, Kentucky definitely took a beating uh, when it came to those tornadoes, a lot of damage. And so it's it. this is our country community. This is what we do. This is what the artists do. They go back, they help out, and that's just what happens. Yeah, so Chris Stapleton, like I said, donates a bunch of money. Carly Pierce also, every ticket that's sold to her 29 tour, she's on tour right now, mm-hmm. every ticket that's sold, a portion of that will go to Tornado Relief in Kentucky. That's awesome. So love that. Like you just said, our artists in the country community are so giving and... It's instant. It's without thought. Like, it's without thought, and it's like, no, that's where I come from. That's my home. Yeah. I'm going to help out, especially now that I have this huge platform, which can help me do that. Yeah. Like floods in Nashville, boom, benefit concerts. Right. Multiple concerts. Things that happen in Kentucky, boom. We've got uh, we've got money going to that area, and this is all from the country community. It happens every single time there's any kind of natural disaster, and I love that. That's that's one of the biggest things that I love about the country community is that everybody's got each other's backs. That's and true. I love that. That's true. I want to say it was a few months ago, maybe even closer to summertime, that we found out that Ashley Monroe of the Pistolanis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was diagnosed with a certain type of blood cancer. Yeah, I remember her saying something about like how she like she knew about it for a little bit and then but she didn't say anything about it. Yeah, she had known about it for a while and just kind of kept it within the family. And supposedly, I wish I don't even if I had the name of it in front of me, I don't know that I'd be able to pronounce it because supposedly it was a very rare blood condition. Mm-hmm. And great news as of Tuesday of this week. She got to ring the bell. She's finished with chemotherapy and hopefully now is just recovering. That's awesome. And she says she's going back into music full swing in 2022 so that the Pistolanis also, you just may recognize that just because Miranda Lambert is in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a new Christmas album they just dropped. Also, I think they're going to release another new album at the start of the new year. Didn't, so, they stream, didn't they stream a concert last night? I feel like they streamed like a holiday special last night. They just did something. I'm th- not quite sure. Yeah, I think they did their new Christmas song and a whole bunch of things. So she must be well enough to perform, I guess, through all of that. Yeah. she And she looks great. You know how chemo can really like... Oh, yeah. Really yeah. bear someone down sometimes. Yeah. She looks really good. So we're glad that she is hopefully closing this chapter and feeling healthy now or at least on the journey to that yeah congrats to her and um hopefully no more news on this situation yeah i would love to hear more from her in 2022 that's for sure yeah she's a great artist play her more she's uh she's a fantastic vocalist too peloton let's go this holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors we're gonna pick it up a notch it's the holiday season you might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.